On this episode of Humans with Hans, Meha and I discuss how being the oldest sister has its pros and cons. Welcome back to Humans with Haunts. So happy, listeners, that you're here. As always, today I am joined by Meha, um, and, and I'm grateful for this. I sort of pressured her into this last minute. Um, how I know Meha is my cousin Parker, who was on the podcast episode 7. Listeners, go back and listen if you haven't. Um, he's currently at med school in San Antonio. Meha is also at the same med school. And for Labor Day weekend, they came up, they're visiting, friends, good, met her, and then we pressured her into being on the podcast. <laughs> so, yeah. pretty much exactly how it turned out. <laughs> yeah, we're like, are you sure you want to be a podcast? And she's like, I don't want to be on the podcast. I'm like, but like, maybe you could be on the podcast. And, and yeah. then I said yes. So here we are. <laughs> here we are. Here we are. Um, Meha, for the listeners, that don't know you personally, mm-hmm. what's a bit of background on who you are, where you're at in life? Okay, so um, as Han said, my name is Meha. I am a second year medical student in San Antonio right now. I um, grew up in Dallas, but I'm like I'm an Indian by culture, I guess. And um, I'm the oldest of two of three kids. I have a younger brother and a younger sister. Hopefully they're listeners. Yeah, hopefully they're listeners. At least listen. to this episode. <laughs> At least to this. And then, um, yeah, I've kind of been in Dallas for most of my life. Mm-hmm. And there's not much else going on with me except for the fact that I'm a medical student. So it takes up a <laughs> lot of my time. And yeah, I'm up in Utah right now visiting Parker and his family. Yeah, it's good, it's good to have you. Glad mm-hmm. I could meet and glad you could be here and leave Texas for a bit, yeah. you know? Texas yeah. is great, but... Utah's beautiful, though, so... That's nice good. Thing. I'm glad we have something up on Texas <laughs> for how great it is. Well, Meha, you know, obviously this is a podcast about relationships, mm-hmm. about things that define us, that mold who we are. For you, what's a relationship that has really impacted or influenced your life? I think my relationship with my family and specifically my siblings Hmm. has really influenced my life as their older sister I always feel like it's my responsibility to like like lead them the right way and like Mm -hmm. give them advice that like is fruitful and good and also like also be a role model in a lot Hmm. of ways and then um I struggle to like live up to the expectations I set for myself in that regard as well. Yeah. And yeah, that's just like, it's something that like waxes and wanes throughout my life at times where I feel like I am a good sister and times where I feel <laughs> like I've like fallen short of like the ideal that I could be. Yeah. And then it's also hard to balance like being their friend versus being like sometimes you want to be like, no, you're wrong. This is this is just not yeah. it. Like, like uh, let me tell you. Yeah, <laughs> and that doesn't that doesn't like earn me any favor with them sometimes. But right. Yeah. No, yeah, that, I, I like that. I feel like a sibling relationship is so unique. I know for me personally, I have some older siblings. I have some younger half siblings, and for me, it, it's sort of similar. You know, being the younger sibling of my older siblings. I definitely look up to them in a sense. And there's a lot of this idea of, oh, certain choices they've made I don't want to do, certain things they've done I do want to do. 
And then towards my younger siblings, I, you know, I want to be them, be there for them. I'm trying to give them recommendations. They're in high school and I'm like, oh, you got to take this class. You got to get A's and all that stuff. So I think that's important. You know, you gave some background. You have a younger brother and a younger sister. Mm -hmm. What's sort of the demographic? What are those, the ages of those children, of those siblings? My sister just turned 21 and I'm about to turn 23. So we're pretty close in age, like a year and a half. My brother just turned 18, so me and him are five years apart. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, they're like my sister's applying to med school. My brother just mm-hmm. started just started college. He's a freshman. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's like, they're they're doing fine. I like you know they're they're, they're yeah. They're, they're okay. <laughs> I think they're okay right now. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems like they're doing well. Applying to med school—that's no easy feat. Obviously, yeah. you've done it. Um, I'm curious, when did you sort of start your awareness of, I'm the big sister, I need to be the example? Um, I don't, okay, I just have this very, like, specific memory of this one time when I was really young, I think, like, eight years old or something, and my parents were both, like, sick for some reason. I think my dad, like, messed up his foot, Mm -hmm. so he was kind of, like, lounging around, I guess, healing, (laughs) and uh, (laughs) my my mom was also, like, kind of sick. Maybe, like, it was definitely temporary, but for whatever reason, I felt my mom was literally, like, Meha, you know, if I'm not around, like, you're their mother. So (laughs) I I felt the sense of responsibility, like, right then, because I was, like, oh, I have to, like, do stuff like um my brother was like three at the time so I would make food and like like literally feed it into his mouth yeah and like for my sister when she was younger even though we were only a year and a half like I knew that like if she wanted something like it it's like I have to give to her before I can give it to myself it's like that sense of like it's I'm not saying I'm selfless it's like forced (laughs) selflessness onto me because like the like oh you're their older sister like they're younger they like you know they don't know anything like blah blah blah. like I have to be the one that's like that's aware and thinking even if they're not no yeah that makes sense it's definitely sort of a parental feeling you know you have to take time and effort out of your own life to provide yeah And, and that's interesting that's at such a young age you know you sort of had that experience of being like it was on you you talked about how you felt that responsibility. Was there any sort of stress or any sort of feeling of like, I don't know if I can do this or, or anything related in that sense? I think honestly, yes. I feel like I've always been super, I don't know if this is related to like my feelings of responsibility towards them and like mm-hmm. their wellness or well being, but I feel like I always feel a sense of responsibility towards others other people's emotions around me, even if it's just my friends or people I'm around, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm always like, like, are they happy? Are they okay with what's (laughs) going on right now? Like, are they, like, do they feel included? Do they feel like comfortable? I feel like sometimes it's so exhausting. I want to (laughs) like, I want to just pretend like I don't notice or pretend I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. And it's, and that is selfish, but it's, I don't know. It's so hard to balance. Like, yeah being like I'm quoting a good person (laughs) yeah (laughs) but also like your own like state of mind in some situations where you're like I can't be like everything right now yeah no I I, that makes sense for me personally you know 
I like to host things. I like to have people over and share things. But at the same time, at the same time, a lot of times I feel this sense of stress because I feel responsible for their happiness, mm-hmm. right? If I have an event, like if I have a crepe night or if I have a homemade pizza night, yeah. if people aren't enjoying it, that's on me. Yeah. And I hate it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so I don't like to plan things, but then I like to plan. And it's yeah. this constant sort of struggle mm-hmm. to fulfill what you want, but also not feel that sort of stress that comes along with it. Yeah. You know, being an older sister, you've been an older sister from all your life, (laughs) pretty much, you know, Mm -hmm. besides that first year and a half, there's going to be ups and downs within that relationship. Mm -hmm. Before we sort of go into that, I'm curious, do you see a difference in your relationship with your brother versus your sister? Um, yes, I think my younger sister is definitely closer to my brother than I am because I think Mm. they're a little closer in age too. Right. And I, for context, I went to an accelerated high school program, which is kind of like a boarding school. So I left home, I guess at 16. Right. So my brother was like 11 and I really haven't been home full time since then. Wow. So I think like I've missed out on like that kind of like because I think like your early teen years are really like vital to like your sense of like self and I think I missed yeah. out on being there with him for that part but I still think that we're relatively close and if there's ever like a big problem then they're like oh <laughs> hey what do we do <laughs> they turn to you yeah so I know that I'm still like you know <laughs> yeah you're still there <laughs> yeah <laughs> no that that makes sense you know distance creates that disconnect yeah in a way you, Obviously, you feel... Do you feel closer to your sister than you feel to your brother? I do. And I don't think that's a bad thing either because I definitely know that I... Like, I obviously care about my brother. It's just... Right. It is just, like, different stages of life, too. Because I feel like I... I think me and my sister are friends more than me and my brother are friends. Mm, yeah. And I think me my sister and my brother are friends. Sorry if that's confusing. <laughs> but it's just because um, I feel like I can't... Like, there's certain things, like, if he says to me, like, I can't not correct it. Right. Like, I, like, I, I know that would, like, annoys him to no end. Yeah. But, like, I also, like, we just had to, like, it's on a standstill. Like, I can't yeah. not do that, and he can't. Yeah, you both have this sort of <laughs> fighting to be right, in yeah. a sense. You know, I've experienced a similar thing. I have an older sister. Yeah. You know, she's about two and a half, three years older than me. And I've come to that a lot. I'm very vocal in my opinions. She's very vocal in her opinions and we do clash a lot and we have this hard hard time relating sometimes because it's like, she's not going to back down. I'm not going to back down. And then it results in my mom crying and then, you know, it it all decompresses from there. But that's interesting because there's, that happens in so many families Mm -hmm. that happens in all sorts of relationships. For you, being an older sister, having a relationship with your younger brother and your younger sister, there's going to be good days and bad days. What did that look like for you? Is there maybe a story or an experience of really maybe a low point or maybe a high point? Hmm. I I think that I, even in my relationships, I think I really struggle with conflict sometimes or like Hmm. conflict resolution maybe is more the right word. Because I think I, like, it's, like, a tendency to, like, hold grudges and not immediately forgive. (laughs) Even if it's, like, okay, it it happened and it's over, but I can't 
forget about it that quickly and that's like really detrimental in like so many ways and I'm working on it yeah but um like something happened and like I was like very displeased with like what happened <laughs> and um me and my sister like we used to talk like almost every single day yeah. and after that like incident we didn't talk for like three months wow and that was just like it was like a night and day change and then yeah. like obviously like it it got better like and like mm. we're, we're good now but I feel like I could have handled it better yeah, yeah. how do you think you could have handled it better I think I think it's definitely fair for her to need her time and for me to need my time too. Mm -hmm. But I think that three months was excessive considering like how close we are. Like that wasn't necessary. Yeah. And I think that like at a certain point it stopped being like, oh, like um, I need to process this to more just like, oh, I'm mad at her. So I don't want to talk to her. Right. And it was more of just like sort of revenge and resentment yeah. instead of like, like I'm going to withhold myself from her Yeah. so that she like learns like that's just right that's not turns a, into a punishment yeah <laughs> instead of like productive and um i think that i've been told by them that i can come off as judgmental sometimes <laughs> so i think like coming from a place of like more like acceptance because like they are their own people i feel like i'm a mom in this regard <laughs> and like i can't make their choices for them yeah and like it's like it's the it's the journey, not the destination. And like mm -hmm. people may like, I mess up too. So like, I can't like, you're look not at them. perfect. Yeah. Wow. I know hard. <laughs> so I can't look at them like, like I've never done anything wrong. Yeah. So it's, it's like humbling, I guess in a way. No. Yeah. The, it, and I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. You can, you can, you recognize that now. Yeah. Obviously in the moment you probably felt justified in your feelings yeah. and your thoughts, Three months is a long time, especially going from someone being so close to someone and then sort of becoming a stranger. Yeah. What did that rebuilding process look like? Um, did you reach out first? Did she, you know, like what, what was that like? I reached out first um, because like some, there's like some major changes happening in her life. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to like let that happen without like, you know, saying like some words of encouragement or like just like, hey, like good luck with this. Like, hey, like, you know, so that was like. That, and then, um, or, like, for context, she studied abroad in Switzerland, so when she was moving away to Switzerland, mm -hmm. like, I was like, I can't just, like, pretend like she's not moving away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably should say something. Yeah, so I was like, oh, have a safe flight, you know, like, stuff like that. And then, like, when she got there, she called me, like, we, um, and, like, we didn't go straight into, like, the, whatever we disagreed on. Right. We just, we started with just, like, pleasantries and, like, a little bit of, like, just, like, current stuff, like, yeah. unrelated to that. And then, um, I think I like approached the subject first. I was like, so like, how is this going now? Like, yeah. where are we on this? Or, like, what do you, like, what do you think about this? Yeah. Sort of brought it up. Yeah. What did that, could you walk me through maybe how that conversation played out? If not, that's okay as well. Mm, the first time I didn't do it that productively. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> I was like, hey, so I heard this. So is this like, you know, is this true? <laughs> or like, when were you going to tell me this? Yeah. Like I, and then, um, uh, she hung up on me. Oh, <laughs> fair, I guess. And then, um, uh, a couple of days later she called me and I was like, oh, so now you want to tell, like, <laughs> just very like back and forth. But, um, and then she was like, okay, fine. Like then she like had her turn to be mad at me. Cause I was like not accepting when she wanted to reach out. Right. And then, um, 
the third time was a charm, and then I <laughs> called. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like you know, hey, like let's let's like it's okay, it's like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. Do you feel like because you had that experience, you've grown closer to her sense? Do you feel like without that, you would be just as close, or do you think that helped you become closer? Or maybe you're still on that path to regaining what you used to have. I think it helped me see her as an individual more. Hmm. I think that I think that she um, or like I kind of viewed her as like almost like an extension of my like not like literally, but overall I was like oh like we are on the same wavelength most of the time and just like like it's okay for us to be different and like yeah oh yeah I just like it was kind of like I mean it's obvious that she is her own person but it made me um like really like just like think about it more deeply Mm -hmm. like just like oh okay that she's an individual yeah (laughs) I know that sounds like (laughs) no no I think that's normal and I think you know given your experience feeling sort of this parental responsibility for them that a lot of parents experience the same exact thing where they have this idea of what they want their children to be of what they think their children can be and as soon as something's different not necessarily bad but different from their expectations it's hard for them to accept that and it's hard for them to realize hey they're an individual they have these this opportunity to make choices to be themselves and I need to support that rather than try to restrict that. Yeah. And I think that's what you've sort of come to realize. Mm-hmm. Have you had maybe a similar experience with your brother? I know you talked about being away from him as he was sort of growing up, created sort of a disconnect, sort of a distance. But what has that sort of relationship looked like? <laughs> My brother's so funny. Um, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's quite a character sometimes. Maybe he should come on the podcast. Yeah, I think he should. He's so interesting. Um, let me see. He's just, um, like, I feel like he's just done some things that my parents are just, honestly, any parent would not be okay with. And um, we've just been through some things together because, yeah. like, he's like, for it, it's just an example, and it's okay that I'm telling you this because, like, we laugh about it now. Yeah, so that's, that's okay. good. The podcast <laughs> listeners will love it. So, <laughs> so um, once he like snuck out from our house to go mm-hmm. like see some friends, I guess, and he took my sister's phone instead of his own, <laughs> so that because he was like, oh, no one would. I don't know what his thinking was with that, but then my sister woke up and she couldn't find her phone. And then my mom was like, my mom has like a sixth sense of all these like things. Like (laughs) my brother thinks he's so sneaky, but he's not. Like anytime he does something, he gets caught. And um, my mom woke up too. And then they like, my sister's location, because we all, we have the Find My Friends thing. So we all share locations with each other. And she saw his location, like this other neighborhood. And then she was like, what? (laughs) And so then she woke me up and she was like, Meha, like, Get the car. We're, we're going to go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah. And then we go, and then he's, and then we, like, call my sister's phone. And my brother tries to lie. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm literally, like, just showering right now. Like, I'm upstairs. <laughs> and we're like, no, you're not. <laughs> Come to, like, it's over. <laughs> like, it's you're over. Caught. And then um, we were, like, three miles away from home. It was, like, 2 a.m. 
And my mom made him walk home, and we just followed wow. him in the car. <laughs> and then we go back home, and my dad somehow like slept through all of this. And the next morning, my dad's like, "Meha, why'd you take the car out at three a.m.?" I was like, "You're yelling at me." <laughs> What? what? <laughs> I was like, I'll stay asleep then. Yeah, you'll say no next time. <laughs> but yeah, I think he's just like, um, I think he's just done so many like dumb things, but he's definitely like on his um, redemption arc right now. Mm, that's good. <laughs> yeah. So how do you connect with your brother? Um, Probably just like, because he loves to game and stuff. Mm-hmm. And when I'm home, I'll just go sit in his room. And be like, I'm not leaving till like, you know, just tell me what's going on. Like, what's, what's <laughs> so up? So you talk? Yeah. Because <laughs> he's not going to like, because he's, because he won't like call me every day and stuff. Right. And so, um, yeah, I'm like, okay, well, I'm physically here right now. Yeah. So we're like, what's up? Like, yeah. Let's catch up. You make the effort. Yeah. Do you, f- I mean, I think a lot of things that sometimes hard about a sibling relationship is one may put forth more effort than the other. Yeah. And obviously as a big sister, you felt that sort of need to put forth that effort. How do you react when that effort isn't met? That's, I think it's kind of tough sometimes. And it like, that's the thing about like the waxing and waning and Mm. like, there's like periods of closeness and periods of not so closeness. And then um, in general, I feel like overall it's okay. Mm. Because we, I don't know, I think I'm, like, as I've grown older and stuff, I think I'm letting them both just, like, be sometimes. Right. And, like, it's a, like it's just okay. Like, yeah. they'll call me if they need anything. Or if something's, like... So if they want to tell me something, they will. Yeah. And I trust that. And I trust them in that way. And I feel like that's, like, giving me so much peace. And, like, my, like, easing my, like, sense of responsibility in a way, too. Yeah. Just, like, like, they're, like, they're adults now. Like, they, yeah. they can do it. They can just be yeah and you're there to support them when they need it yeah yeah that's important well we're running low on time here i am curious though you know being an older sister seeing your your younger siblings grow up having some ups and downs with them how do you feel like that's affected your relationships with others whether that's with your parents Mm -hmm. whether that's relationships with friends maybe in a positive or a negative way i think um I think I, like, I just really, I think it's affected me in a positive way in the fact that I think I'm very, like, empathetic to other people's, because hmm. I feel like I'm, I've, like, grown up, like, like kind of, like, monitoring their, not monitoring, but, like, be, just being aware of, like, how they're feeling, so I feel like, yeah, I mentioned this back in the beginning, too, like, I'm just, like, so aware sometimes of how other people are <laughs> feeling, and that's also, like, its own detriment, right, and, in it in and of itself and I also really really struggle with like confrontation hmm. which is like weird because it's like it sounds like I confront my siblings but not necessarily it's more of just like like why like why did this happen it's I'm not like yeah. actually arguing with them most of the time and um yeah I think it's just interesting it's like there's like so many ways that you can connect this and this but overall I think I just really, like, I just want everyone to be happy all the time. Like, I don't, mm. I don't like disagreements and like this <laughs> and that. It just makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And, and, you know, moving forward, 
how do you see growth in your relationship with your sister and brother? Growth in my relationship with them would probably just, I think it's like time for me to like, almost like retire the, like my old role of like the almost like maternal slash older sister Mm -hmm. figure and just like transition to just being like either like a mentor if they need one Mm -hmm. or just like a friend too. Cause I think that, that it's just like they're just their own people and I'm my own person too and like we are like we're obviously family like I'm gonna be there for them no matter what yeah and it's just like like trusting them they're grown up they're their own people I might like that's just it yeah no I like that and a transition in a relationship in any type of relationship is common and is necessary you know there's a transition from parents with their children and there's a transition in sibling relationships there's transition in friendships and, and so to be able to recognize that, to be comfortable and, and to feel confident in that transition, I think is great. Mm-hmm. You know, as we sort of end here, I'm going to give you an opportunity. If you have any final words, share. If not, and the, fi- and the followers want to follow up, want to follow you through your, <laughs> your journey, going to med school, becoming a world-class doctor, whatever it is, <laughs> um, where can they find you or do you have anything else to share? Um... I guess my, do I really have anything else to share? Not really, if I'm being honest. <laughs> That's fine. Um, I hope everyone listening enjoys this episode and follows you. <laughs> we love but... it. Listeners, you, you heard it from her, not me this time. Go ahead, click that follow button on the podcast. But um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I, yeah, Instagram. My Instagram handle is Meha Philip. Oh, Meha spelled M E G H A A P H I L I P Philip. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Well, I hope the listeners reach out, see how you're doing in all your relationships, whether it's sibling, romantic, scholarly, <laughs> whatever. And listeners, thank you for tuning in. Hopefully, it was worth it to pressure her into this. Um, And we will catch you guys next week.